and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dolman. On today's episode, we are sitting down with our guest, Donna Lexi, the Environmental Coordinator for James City County. Welcome, Don. Thank you for having me. I'm very glad to have you here. So, tell us, Environmental Coordinator for James City County, what is it that you do? Oh boy, it would certainly be a long list of things, but I guess in a nutshell, it is primarily, I do a lot of the energy management for the county, or all of the energy management. I track and analyze all of our accounts. We have about 260 energy accounts and work with our facilities manager and our capital projects engineers and and just work very closely on energy efficiency. So that's a whole other topic I could go into deeply. But the fun part, I think, for citizens especially, is all of my recycling and litter and beautification, education, and outreach. I work with the schools, with citizens, with businesses, lots of volunteers, all the different agencies and departments, and that's a big part of what I do as well. Now, we are going to talk about those volunteers a little bit later because you have an incredible team called the Clean County Commission Yes, that are just dynamos, so we will talk about them shortly. But let's get into recycling first. Okay. What is the current state of recycling in James City County? Well, We actually work with a lot of other jurisdictions on all of the recycling efforts. And what I've learned is that James City County is kind of at the lead of recycling in our region. Not necessarily the amount of recycling that gets processed per citizen. We can do better there. But we do, as a county, operationally accept most items. Okay. Plastics especially are a big thing. People want to be able to recycle because today this age is all about plastics. Mm-hmm. And a lot of municipalities only accept numbers one and two or just bottles. And we really accept all plastics just about across the board, both curbside and in all of our parks and buildings, government buildings. Mm-hmm. Also, all of our schools. It's all the same messaging, all the things that we accept. And the top recyclables are going to be paper and plastics, bottles and cans, junk mail, magazines, cereal boxes. The list goes on and on. Well, and I can definitely say junk mail. That's so easy to do. I get my junk mail or most of my mail is junk. I get it out of the mailbox and then I just sit there and I shred what needs to be shredded and take all the envelopes and everything that I don't want and I just put it straight into the recycling bin. Absolutely. Yeah, I find myself going straight from the mailbox to Mm -hmm. the recycling bin sometimes. It it makes you feel a little bit better about the amount of junk mail, I guess. Absolutely. Well, good. So I have a question about a couple of things that we tend to use quite a bit at our house. What about to-go cups from like convenience stores? To-go cups are definitely recyclable. The plastic ones. The plastic ones, yes, absolutely. Solo cups, any kind of plastic container, actually. Clamshells, salad containers, all of those plastic cups you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. How about on disposable water bottles? We try to do reusable bottles, but every once in a while we grab a disposable water bottle. What about the lids? Because I think at one point we didn't want to recycle the lids because they could get lost or jam up the system. Is that still the same? Yeah, that's a great question. A lot of people do ask that. And at this point with our recycling program, you just take the lid off of the bottle and then throw them both into the bin. So the lid and the bottle are both recyclable. Uh, There are different numbers of plastics 
but they're both recyclable. Okay. And then one I just thought of, how about pizza boxes? Pizza boxes are not recyclable. Okay. And the reason we say that, even though actually half of it is because it doesn't have grease on it, Mm -hmm. it's too confusing. It's just, we've been asked by Vipsa and County Waste to make the announcement that all pizza boxes get thrown in the trash. Okay. When there's food waste on any kind of paper, it's not recyclable. Okay. Any kind of oily waste because that contaminates the load. And then you're getting into the commodities market, which is just, that's what feeds the whole recycling industry. And once we start contaminating our products and materials, then we're diminishing the value of those materials. You had mentioned VIPSA. Tell us what VIPSA is. VIPSA is the Virginia Peninsula Public Service Authority, and they are the agency that contracts out all of our curbside recycling. They manage the recycled materials that get removed from our convenience centers. They have a compost facility where all of our leaves and yard debris that gets taken to Jolly Pond, all of that gets taken to VIPSA's composting facility. Okay, and so they serve not just James City County, but most localities? On they, the- they have contracts with other localities on the peninsula, all the way up to the middle peninsula, and they also handle all the customer service. So when there are questions, of course, I'm happy to help, and so is general service or any other county staff that has the answers, but the best place to go for any recycling question is to call VIPSA, and that number is 259-9850. Okay. 259-9850? Yes. Okay. Great. Very good. And I think that that's the phone number, one of the phone numbers that's on the website as well. Absolutely. So if people didn't catch that, they can go to our website. Yes. Which is jamescitycountyva.gov. Yes. Yay. Okay. Now, something that we periodically get phone calls about are people have gone and gotten a new flat screen TV. And so they have these big monstrosity old TVs that are still around. What can they do with those? Unfortunately, they go in the landfill. Okay. Yep. They are not recyclable. They can't be easily disassembled and reused for parts or anything. So they need to be taken to the convenience center. Okay. Talk about the convenience centers. Well, we have three of them in the county. There's one up in Toano. There's one near Newtown. It's called Tuning Road. So if you're on Ironbound, it's actually right next to Eastern State Hospital. Okay. And um, you go down to the end of Tuning Road, and there's a convenience center right there. The one in Tawana is at the Industrial Park. And then, of course, Jolly Pond is our biggest one, and that's at the old landfill. It's a closed landfill, but at the entrance, there is a convenience center where that's kind of our hub. Our solid waste offices are there, and there's a waste management transfer station as well. So the landfill itself is closed. Yes. But we do have a place where you can take things that can't be recycled, large old things that you don't need anymore, and take it to the transfer station, and then they take it and take it someplace else? Yeah, it's really interesting. And we like to do uh, field trips. We Sometimes we'll have requests from teachers and different homeschool groups or Girl Scouts to come out and visit it because it's pretty interesting. That landfill was in operation... I'm not sure exactly, let's say 30 years. And then 
in the early 90s, it closed. And landfill closure is a big deal. They're heavily regulated by the DEQ, and they come in and they do quarterly testing on any kind of runoff, so make sure our waters, surrounding waters are, are not affected by any decomposing waste under there, because it's a pretty big area that is filled with trash. Right. And there's also methane off-gassing. And we just recently got to turn those electric meters off because we were actively expunging the methane and uh, now the limits are low enough that we don't need to be doing that but it's still an ongoing process they're monitoring it quarterly so the landfill portion while it's closed we still use it for staging areas we recycle all scrap metal appliances that can take up a lot of space. So that there's a staging area for that. There's a staging area for yard waste when we get a lot or contractor debris, things like that. But for the most part, all of the operations are up at the road frontage. And so when citizens drive into the Jolly Pond, former landfill mm-hmm. property, they'll see the convenience center. And that was just renovated. Folks can see that renovation process on the video that was just released last week on all the great things General Services does. And so there's that convenience center. And then up the hill is a transfer station. And that's where people can bring all of their trash. And they pay through it with a coupon. Okay. And then they drive it up there and drop it off and, and leave. Now, I think I just saw recently, very recently... Credit cards are now accepted yes. at the Jolly Pond. That's right. Okay. And there's a two point, we need to say there's a 2.95% charge, I yes. guess. But it's really only 12 cents, I think. Right. So normally it would be a $4 coupon. And for the convenience of the credit card, you're paying $4.12. Exactly. Okay. All right. So why is recycling important? That is a great question, Renee. Thank you for asking that. So many of us just believe that keeping our homes clean, getting rid of our waste is what's important. We talk a lot about litter in my department, but it goes further than that. It's making sure that you're putting your waste in the right place. When it leaves our hands, it has the potential for more life or the landfill. And I think a fact that kind of speaks to the importance of adding up all that landfill trash is the average American throws away four and a half pounds of trash every day. And so when you add all of that up, imagine the hole the size of a football field, including the end zones. If Americans buried all of their trash in the same hole, it would be 100 miles deep. Wow. Yeah. So landfills, while they're great because they're putting our trash in the right place, it's still not the best choice for a large percentage of what we're trying to get rid of because we could be displacing that instead of that waste going there it could be gone it could go back as a commodity to a manufacturer that is actually reusing it and turning it into a new bottle or a park bench or carpet or jackets or all kinds of things Mm -hmm. so a fun way that my department found to get this message across to our, our youth was by partnering with Parks and Recreation. And they had a summer camp, or they have an ongoing summer camp. All these wonderful kids are coming in and doing different field trips throughout the summer. And so we held environmental education days at Chickahominy Riverfront Park last week. And so we'd have these groups of kids come in, and we found, as we kind of went through these stages, we had these activities lined up. And and by the end, we all kind of learn some lessons on how it all relates. So we would have the kids come up, stand 
at Chickahominy Riverfront Park, which is just beautiful on a clear day with some white puffy clouds. And I said, okay, kids, stand here and look out. What do you see? And they said, oh, I see the river and I see some trees and I see a bridge and I see a bird in the sky. And I said, okay, that's great. And it's really pretty to look at, right? And they said, yes. And I said, well, look a little deeper. What do you think's in those places? And they said, well, under the water, there will be plants and some fish. And in the tree, there's some squirrels and some birds and some bugs. And I said, exactly. These are all habitats. These are actually places where these animals live and plants thrive. And it's not, while it's beautiful to look at, it's also important for our ecosystem. And so what can you be doing to help protect those habitats? And so they gave me a list of things. So when we started talking about recycling, I said, okay, now imagine in your house, if you had a bag of trash every day and your parents told you to take it outside and you went into the backyard and you spread it on the backyard lawn and you covered it with dirt. So you got rid of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Then you come back in. Now, every day you do that, you spread your trash, pile some dirt. Well, after a year, what's that going to look like? And they said, gross, you know, it's Mm going to stink and there won't be anything growing and my dogs would get into it and animals would get sick and it's a landfill. And, you know, that's what we're doing when we're throwing our trash into a trash can, we're putting it in a landfill. Ah. might not be in your backyard, but it's in someone's backyard. Right, right. So instead of doing that, we could be giving all of these items another chance. Um, Americans discard more than 30 million tons of plastic a year, and only 8% gets recycled. Wow. 8%. And here in James City County, we accept just about every plastic, even buckets, lawn chairs, you know, the bottles and clamshells, and the list goes on and on. But mm-hmm. but we really need to be paying attention. So often, even at a park activity, uh, someone will have a party at a shelter And they just want to clean up. They want to get rid of everything. They don't pay attention to what bin they're putting it in. They just want to wrap it up and get out of there. Think about it, Mm -hmm. you know. When when you're getting rid of it, you have a choice of putting it in a landfill or giving it another life. Very good. You are so passionate (laughs) about this, Dawn. We are very fortunate to have you. Well, you're sweet to say that, but it's 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 been a a long time that I've been working on these efforts, so How long have you been with the county? Well, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking, I think the first recycling club I was part of was in 1990. Wow. And You weren't with the county then. No, I wasn't. But then I was thinking that's funny because that's before a lot of people I know were born. Right. Kids at least. Right. But I've been with the county since 2011 and have really enjoyed talking about all this stuff. I, my career before was more private sector, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to be doing something that was proactive, actually helping our environment. This was is really just about helping the earth and helping citizens make good choices. Speaking of being passionate, you have a passionate group of volunteers. I sure do. That work with you. Can you yes. talk to us about the Clean County Commission? The Clean County Commission is made up of volunteers that are board appointed, and they serve on three-year appointments. I currently have six board-appointed volunteers, one from each district, at least one from each district, but we're missing someone from Powhatan right now. So we would love for someone from that neck of the woods to speak up and show their interest. We meet on the first Thursday of every month at my office, which is on Tuning Road over by that convenience center. 
first Thursday of the month at 1130, and it's on the calendar on the website. But I, my door's always open if anyone ever wants to come in and just meet with me and talk to me about these things or learn more about the commission. They're more than welcome to. And another great new opportunity is Keep James City County Beautiful. We are new affiliates of Keep America Beautiful. Okay. And that's giving citizens the opportunity, if you don't necessarily want to serve on this three-year appointment, mm-hmm. through Keep James City County Beautiful, you can be on a list of volunteers that will help on short-term campaigns or ongoing, but it's it's a lot more flexible. Okay. That's great to have two different opportunities. Yes. Depending on if you want long-term or short-term. Yes. That's great. I know that there are periodic cleanups, and we'll talk about those at another time, but it seems like it's an activity that people can be involved with their neighbors or with their families. I see lots of pictures of children out working with you, and that's got to make you feel really good. Oh, it sure does. Oh, I just love it. And I'll tell you, we've got some really special families in this county that dig deep to find me and figure out how they can get their family and neighbors together to clean up. Do I have any places where I could assign them? And I'll meet them on a Sunday morning if they want. I'll I'll bring them their bags and their grabbers and show them where to put their trash and just give them some safety tips. And and uh, we, we have some really wonderful people who are willing to do that. If somebody would like to get in touch with you to learn more about volunteering, how would they do that? They can call me and my phone number is 259 259- Five three seven five. An easy email address to remember is litter at jamescitycountyva.gov. Oh, okay. Litter at jamescitycountyva.gov. Yes. Great. Absolutely. So some very important additional items I want to make sure people know do not go in the recycling bin. We talked about oily pizza boxes. We did not talk about food waste in general does not go in. I know a lot of people will have a bottle of say, salad dressing, and there's a little bit left in the bottom, it's okay. I'd rather that be you know, thrown in the recycling. They should really empty everything out. If they can rinse it, fine. It does not have to be washed. Okay. Really, they're just wasting water at that point, because in the end, it all does get rinsed and, and run through. But uh, food waste, some of the top complaints from the processors were like a rotisserie chicken container. Yes, that's recyclable, but not with the chicken carcass in it. <laughs> That ruins the whole load. Any sure. kind of chemical doesn't go in. Used paper towels, napkins, and uh, tissues do not go in recycling. Okay. Pressurized cans, if you have whipped cream or hairspray, you they are recyclable if you make sure that all of the air is out. If you oh. just empty the air from the pressurized can. Also, styrofoam, not recyclable. Mm-hmm. Styrofoam is never recyclable. It's one of my least favorite products. I know it's really cheap. But it just fills up our landfills, off gases, can't be turned into anything good. So stay away from styrofoam and never put it in your recycling. A couple other things would be plastic lined aluminum or aluminum from the charcoal grill with caked on food waste. Oh, okay. That should not be thrown in. Pots and pans should not be thrown in. People have put, we've seen diapers. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And that definitely contaminates an entire yes. load. Uh, and kind of a, a couple a couple horror stories from the recycling world. <laughs> so these a lot of these plastic bales get put on containers and sent overseas. It has happened where these loads go to China, and an inspector will come up and choose one to take a look at. They open the container. If they see a diaper 
or any kind of contamination in the front, they say, nope, reject, and send it all the way back to the States wow. at the expense of the recycling facility. Oh, so we need to do our part to make sure that doesn't happen. And then another thing are plastic bags. Everyone thinks they can throw their plastic bags in the recycling bin. They do not ever go in the recycling bin. Okay. They end up getting, you know, if you if you twist up a plastic bag, it's like a rope. Mm-hmm. They're really strong. And what happens in the all the machinery is it gets wrapped around it like roping and they the workers have to lock out tag out those plants every 45 minutes to climb up there with machetes and cut it out wow yeah so keep the plastic bags out of the recycling containers the good news is that we can recycle them but you have to take them to back to the grocery store Mm -hmm. or to the convenience centers and then we recycle them, get them turned into plastic benches and playground equipment and all kinds of good stuff. Okay. Or you could just bring a reusable bag when you go shopping. Even better. Yes. Yes. I'm not always good at remembering that, but it's easy to do. Just have them thrown in the back of your car. And when you get to the store. That's right. Go in. Very yep. good. All right. Anything else? Just a couple of activities coming up. Okay. We have... The Riverfest, the James Riverfest on September 30th. It's going to be at Jamestown Beach. And we will have Clean County Commissioners and some Keep James City County volunteers working with kids on our campaigns. Our three campaigns are recycling in the schools and businesses. And then we have, and our parks. Oh, I should mention parks. Yes. We got a grant from Keep Virginia Beautiful to improve signage at Warhill Sports Complex. Okay. So we have, you know, that park gets a lot of use if you've ever been there on a Saturday morning. Yes. Especially think, during a tournament. I think everyone in James City County is there at some point on uh, a Saturday yes, morning. <laughs> yes. We had our a litter and recycling expo there last fall. And some of our volunteers who aren't, who don't have small children anymore and aren't mm-hmm. regularly there we're shocked at the amount of people that are there on a weekend. So if you can think of all these athletes coming through, most of them have plastic bottles, mm-hmm. Gatorade or water or some kind of plastic drink. And we have now ramped up our parks recycling program in the past couple of years. So at that park is where we started our focus. And we have a recycling bin next to just about every trash can. Very good. So when people want to get rid of their stuff, they just have to make the right choice, mm-hmm. and their recycling goes in the blue bin. Okay. All of our recycling cans are blue at this point for the most part. What we found is, okay, the first step was to get the right receptacles out there. The second step is to educate this why, this reason why it's important. Through Keep Virginia Beautiful, we got a $1,000 grant to put up recycling signage. And so we have some creative artwork and fun facts and different things that we're going to be putting up on 15 different signs around that park. Oh, cool. So that'll help get that word out. So that's a campaign. We need volunteers to help us with that. Okay. And then we have another campaign on litter. The Clean County Commission has been working on a zero tolerance for litter policy. They would love to see zero litter by 2020. We're getting closer to 2020, so we need more help. But there are a lot of great partners. Most importantly, our county administrator is big on litter. So we have a great advocate there. Our uh, law enforcement is partnering with us. Lots of great ideas. But again, we need more people to help Mm -hmm. us on the litter campaign. And then the third one is beautification. A couple of fun ideas. One is to get 
organizations to kind of adopt a spot and create a, a landscaped common area that they would maintain to help beautify the county. Oh, nice. Also, roadside wildflower plantings. We Very have a nice. really nice mix at Jamestown Beach that's just beautiful, and we'd love to put that in more places, but we need volunteers. Yeah. Now, was there another event that you wanted to talk about? Later in the fall, we're going to have our fourth annual Litter and Recycling Expo, where we talk about all these things, and it's going to be held November 4th at Jolly Pond Convenience Center, and our Clean County Commissioners will be there. We'll be talking about... All of these campaigns and recycling facts and showcasing the improvements that have been made recently at the convenience center. And what a great idea to have it there at Jolly Pond. Yes. So people that may have not gone to see it yet will have that opportunity. Absolutely. That's great. All right. Well, Dawn, as we've mentioned before we even started recording, this is the tip of the iceberg of everything sure that is. you deal with. And I would like to have you back on a more regular basis. Great. To just talk with us about some of these other projects that you're working on. I think it would be really fun if we had maybe a volunteer or two come in with you and be on the podcast with you. I would love that. And right. I would too. Well, good. Well, let's see what we can do for that. Now, as always, I've got a few questions that I'd like to ask okay. so people can get to know you a little bit better. Are you game? Okay. All right. They're they're easy. First of all, do you have any children? I do. I have three boys. They all three go to our public schools, and I will tell you one funny thing this morning. Yeah. So on the way to their day camp, I said, so I'm going to be recorded for this podcast to to help citizens understand the importance of recycling. What could I say that would get them to understand how important it is? And my oldest one said, just tell them that the greatest football team that ever was is the New York Giants. Oh, <laughs> So, well, that might get some attention. Yeah. I think some people might like it and some people might not. Yeah. Oh, those are fighting words. <laughs> yeah. Well, out of the mouth of a child, right? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> How about pets? I have two dogs and a cat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bear, Charlie, and Esme. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. nice names. Nice. <laughs> what TV show are you into right now in your spare time? Oh, boy. I don't have one. I'm sorry. You're busy. Yeah. And, you know, in my house, if it's if I'm going to sit down in front of the TV, it's with the family or watching a movie. Okay. All right. What kind of movies do you like? Across the board. So I kind of got roped into The Gods of Egypt the other night. Oh, okay. And uh, that was interesting. But I think a couple weeks ago when everyone was away and I watched the original Sabrina, that was pretty fun. Oh, that's fun. fun. Yeah. Okay. Very good. What is your favorite ride at Busch Gardens? That's a funny question because I'm not a big fan of rides anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I do love to go. Okay, it's a beautiful place. All the time, it's beautiful. I've gone since I was a kid. I grew up in the area. Oh, nice. Yeah, and you know they had was it their 40th anniversary last year? I think so. They had signs up of some of the old things. When I smell mulch to this day, I think of the original Sherwood Forest where they had like a climbing area and. A ball, I think they had like a ball pit or something. Oh, how so fun. I love going there just for the memories and the beauty of it and some exercise. It's mm-hmm. a great walk yep. and the shows. And then my kids love all the rides, so That's I like great. watching them. Very good. Pretend with me that you are hosting out-of-town company at your house for a week. 
what are the experiences that you would like to make sure that they have in James City County before they head home? Well, everyone loves Bush Gardens. Yes. And we've taken many out-of-town guests to Christmastown. Mm-hmm. Of course, Jamestown Settlement, and we always go into Colonial Williamsburg. But my personal favorite are the parks. I love Freedom Park, taking mm-hmm. them up there. Um, Kidsburg. Of all course. All the kids love that. So I think everyone's just so surprised and anything water-oriented. My favorite activity is sailing. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so I love getting them down to any water oriented area. We live in the perfect place for that. Yes, absolutely. Well, very good. Well, Dawn, thank you so much for joining us. Sure, anytime. Excellent. Well, we will definitely take you up on that. All right. Sounds great. Great. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please be sure to go online to wherever you find our podcast and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll talk with you next week. Thanks. Thanks.